Welcome back, episode 66 of the Being Human Show. Whose water is this? So yours? This is mine. Um, today we have two of the Perth, uh, what would you call them, Vinny? Dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Perth. Um, some dubstep legends of Perth, I would say. Um, we have Mr. Jaden Vanham and Mike Dawson, a.k.a. Dexamp, a.k.a. two members of Bunda. 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 Say hi, Mike. Hello. Say hi, mate. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, bro. You'll warm up to it. You'll warm up to it. Um, so, yeah, let's kick started off. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, my name's Jaden. I'm 21. Are you 21? Are you 21? Yeah. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. He's younger. Bro, I actually- You're younger. Yeah. You're younger. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I feel old now. Um, I've been making music for, say, like, coming on 10 years. Really? Yeah, long ass what time. What the fuck, bro? Uh, like, I don't know. It depends if you count, like, making music on, like, a fucking iPad. Because my parents wouldn't let me get a laptop till I was, like, 13. Mm. But the first thing I got on my laptop when I was 13 was Ableton. Yep. Oh, cool. So. Dope. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Um, I've been making music for, like, seven years, I think, almost eight now. Um, I mainly made, like, melodic dubstep for, like, just, like, Five, six years, and then about a year and a half to two years ago, I switched to rhythm. Um, I made a little bit of process, but I sucked at it. So. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I didn't realize you guys were producing that long. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, long last time. Um, I think as well, like, when it comes to, like, me and him, we've been, like, sort of around the same circle. Because, like, like, my homies from, like, six, seven years ago are, like, the same homies I have now, like Akios. You know, me yeah. and Akios have been friends for like six years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's actually like that. Me and Bo, I, I knew Bo when I was like 14. I was hanging out at his house and shit. Oh, we like became friends through music. So yeah. Yeah, dope. yeah, we always say that music brings people together. Mm -hmm. I find, especially in Perth and Australia, really, to be honest. Mm -hmm. yeah, what did you start off making? Like when you first got your iPad? Um, I've always been into dubstep. Um, so I think it started out as like dubstep, but it was like really like, I was too young for like rhythm and shit like that. A lot of people discovered rhythm when they started going out clubbing and mm. whatnot. I think I first discovered rhythm when I was like 16, 17. It's like, cause, um, purely cause Ominous released on an excision compilation. Yeah. So, um, but I started out making dubstep and then really got into like trap and halftime. Yep. Um, and then when I started Vanum, it was like only halftime and then that shifted off into dubstep and stuck with dubstep ever since. Yep. Yeah, nice. nice. Um, I actually remember your first set. I remember you got booked and that's when I found out about you and you didn't know how to mix on CJs. And you had to, what, learn in a week, wasn't it? Or two? Yeah. Um, we did Hudson talk to you about it? No, I just saw it on Facebook because you're right. like, I need some I need yeah. some CJs to practice on. Yeah, because um, I was talking to Hudson about it because Hudson hit me up and he's like, you can practice at mine. I never ended up practicing at his. I practiced at Bose because Bo, Bose got like um, RZXs. Yeah. So it's like, they're not like CDJs, but they're like, imagine like the biggest controller ever. Mm. Yeah. Um, so like that. So I ended up practicing on that. But yeah, when I got booked, I, I had no clue how to DJ. Had to learn within like two weeks. Did you know how to mix on a controller? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Dude. That, like, how, how do you reckon you went then? Like, because I remember being there and I thought you did great, but how do you reckon you did, like, compared to now? Oh, compared to now, now. it sucked. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think the big thing is like the soft skills. Like I think making music for such a long time, you get like an ear for shit. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people just like find it hard. Like when do I introduce the next song? Yeah. When do I like transition this? Like what comes next? Shit like that. Whereas like when you've been like making and listening to music for so long, it's like it's second nature in your brain. Yep. Yeah. So it's like that part was fine just because of like making music for years. But when it came to DJing, um, song selection was really yeah. bad I, I like, the big thing i say is like song selection and like your transitions a good flow in a set i think always will make you into a better like performer yeah 100 percent. um yeah the song selection i had it was like it was what i was like digging but it was like you know there's like a difference between listening music and music you'd play out right yeah so it's like a the lines were very blurred for me yeah so like this like sure the set was cool and like i think i played well um but like a lot of the songs I played were just like stuff I'd listened to. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. something that could like get a crowd going or like um, get everyone hype and shit like that. I'm sure everyone was vibing, but yeah, you know, hundred percent. What about you, Mike? When was your first set? Um, it was a bit of a train wreck for me. Um, I I still I still use sync to this day. I can't actually DJ. It's okay. Um, you produce, so we'll let, yeah. we'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it it was really fun though. Um, it was at. Mandraw, um, Jade Estramley, um, said to me, like, I'm playing a Mandraw, um, come back to back with me. And I had about a month long of panic attacks and then, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just looked really dumb on stage, but it, yeah, it was good fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still just getting like the shakes thinking about how fun <laughs> <laughs> How was your set at, how do you find the set at Filth mm. at the court not um, long ago? I think I'm slowly warming up to it. Like yeah. I still freeze up and like, I don't really look up much. I still even was just doing it in the other room. Like I just can't look up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good fun. It was like really like dipping me into the deep end. Um, I feel like I could do a lot better next time now. Um, I didn't, I think I only missed like one double. It was really good fun. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. I find that like when you get thrown in the deep end, it's so like traumatizing kind of like you just, yeah, it's, it's just like all those heads of people and you're like, I don't know how to even to react, but you just get locked in pretty much. Mm, I'm really grateful for it, yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah, no, I'm not going to like scare you or anything, but you think you're going to be prepared, but you get up there and you start getting the shakes again. Yeah. <laughs> it happens every time I play. I was like 10 drinks down and I still get the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. Like, um, fuck, I, even still, like, depending what venue I'm at, like normally the court's fine because like you're always with the people. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not as scared to go on stage because I've been like, you know, it took me 30 minutes to walk up there just yeah. trying to get through everyone. Yeah. Mm. But um, like places like Metro's, where yeah. you get like a green room to yourself. It's like, yeah. mm. last time I played at Metro's, I was in there for like 20 minutes before my set, just like dry heaving over a toilet just because yeah. I was so nervous. Yeah. And mm. that's a big venue, man. Like mm. that was like me with um, HBF, bro. I was like going to throw up. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had Kyle like patting my back. He was like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have shot myself that big. I, I was played at the villa not long ago. And I get the same as you. I put my head down, don't look up. I'm too mm. scared. Mm. And like I was mixing for the like the first 15 minutes, didn't look up. And then I looked up and I saw like more people than when I started. And I was like, I shat myself. I, yeah. I really did. And then, but like, it's like a, once you see them and like you keep playing and you're like, you know, you're fine. It's like kind of easier mm. in a way. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I was like, end up dancing and everything like, you know how it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I have a question here actually. And it kind of relates to all this, but how would you deal with like anxiety before shows? Um, I got told a golden rule once, but it like 
it's, it's I, guess, I guess it's more like a placebo but Damo reckons like three drinks before you go on mm-hmm. yeah because it's like you're not drunk because I have played drunk before it's fucking terrible because mm-hmm. you're trying to concentrate on not being drunk and then you end up fucking up your set because you're not concentrating on your set yeah so um yeah but it's like it's enough to calm the nerves but I think the big thing is is like it's more like that act like no one else is in the room yeah you know type thing it's like your first transition will always be the hardest and you'll be like shit scared yeah but it's like um after that just do it as if you're djing in your bedroom you know Mm. like and yeah i've like lived by that like every show i try and like jump around and have as much fun as possible but it's purely because that's what like gets me through it yeah like a clear mind Mm. yeah see a lot of people that take their shoes off to make it feel like they're in their room really I've never heard that. Yeah, like, I've DJed I, with my shoes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, like iron stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. They take their shoes off to make them That's like, more comfortable. That's actually quite smart, in a way. Mm. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I just dance. Yeah. 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 You do your little whatever this is. Bro, I don't even know what you do. <laughs> You're just vibing so hard. Like, you don't yeah. even care, eh? Yeah. Mm. Um. So, uh, how did, how did like, the whole Bunda thing, like, start? Like, like what made you want to get into that? <laughs> and how the fuck did that even happen? Um... <laughs> Bunda started when, so it was originally, so it was me and like my close circle. So like outside of Perth, it's like my close circle. So like, um, uh, Katie Akios, um, uh, voice of Haas, uh, Joaquin, Chico, um, Via, people like that. It's like my super close circle. Yeah. Um, same with Mike. We like talk like every night. Yeah. Um, and Mahi is a part of that circle too. And like the, Ma, the Mahi's mum joke was like floating around. I don't know if you guys saw it, but like all over Twitter, everyone was just like, oh, Mahi's mum, Mahi's mum. Soup as well. Was, yeah, soup and <laughs> shit like that. So we um, we were sort of like just like dicking around and I was going to make an alias. So like the original Bunda picture was, like, I don't know if you've seen the first song, but it's like a red cover with a face on it. Yeah. Um, That was like just a screenshot of like a cover Mahi had for a song. Okay. And I was going to call the alias Mahi's mum's Bunda. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that was going to be the joke, but the thing is, is like, like Mahi is like close friend and shit like that, and um, he's expressed as well as like, you know, he he gets the joke, but sometimes it's like too much. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Type yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so we thought it would be really mean, and then um, ended up just calling it Bunda. Uh, Akios made Bunda dub. So while I was making the account, Akios is making the song, and it was just like a virtual riot loop with drums distorted and then a bad phase sample. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then. Yeah, uploaded it, and I remember sending it to Mahi on Facebook and just, like, saying dumb shit, like, happy birthday, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and just send it to him. And then we made, like, five songs that night for the alias. And have you guys seen Explorers of the Internet? No. no. Um, search that up after, but it's, like, a big shitpost alias where it's just, like, a bunch of people have a password and they upload whatever the fuck, and it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was going to be like that, and then we just made, like, really dumb shit, like, stupid shit. And then... um. One day we were like, uh, we came up with an idea of like, why don't we make a song where it's like a really mediocre first drop, like, you know, the most boring shit ever, and then make the second drop really, really good. Mm-hmm. And we did a three track EP of that. And then on Twitter, it got like 300 likes and we're like, holy shit. Mm. Like, and the thing is as well, it was like Windows Movie Maker teaser, like mm. stuff like that. And then I think a week later we dropped the first album. Yeah. And that was more like a... Uh, just shit out a song in 24 hours, send it to us type thing. Yeah. With the close homies. And then after that, just like. Just keep going. Did yeah. you expect it to get that big? No, I think towards the end, yeah. Um, but purely because like we were like brainstorming marketing strategies. Yeah. On like how to get the most clicks. Yeah. So you were like invested really into Bunda. Yeah. Towards yeah. the end. Um, 
we, we would sit down and we'll come up ideas. You know how like dubstep such an umbrella term now mm. where it's like, you know, like you have rhythm and then you got like tear out and then, you know, you got like sudden death shit where it's like, you can't even fit that into like, yeah, you know, we yeah. got so many subgenres, but if you want to keep it real, like, I guess that's like a subgenre within itself or like yeah. a subgenre of rhythm. Yeah. Right. So it's like so many different pockets of the scene, like aonics, shit like that. Um, and we're like, we need to insert ourselves in like every single one of these. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we did the sudden death one. Yeah. Sudden death shouted us out after that on Twitter. Um, <coughs> and it was just funny cause he released void two and two weeks later we released an album called void three. <laughs> it was just like yeah. a total rip off. And then he didn't care. No, he, sh- he shouted yeah. out. Yeah. Twitter. So like, well, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy. So yeah. And then after that, it was like, we did Leo tricks. We did ominous. Um, who else? Uh, boar, yeah, yep. boar. Um, we more ripped off like the aesthetic of that and shit. Yep, nice. And then it was just like inserting ourselves into those. So, oh, Aonix as well. We did like the perhaps foo foo. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice. fun. That was, that was funny. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, why did you like expose it? Tired. Tired. What tired yeah. of what? I went Joker um, mode. Mike went Joker <laughs> mode, like because Trucker Dub like blew up. Marauder played it out. Marauder also ripped it off um, and made a song. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it sounds exactly like it. But he even said as well, like, it's inspired by Chuck and Dub. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, there's no, like, issues. Yeah, okay, cool. Like yeah, that. yeah. It's just funny. But, like, from a guy with, like, who just broke, like, 1K followers. Yeah. He's fucking joke emoting over here because he's getting his tune played out at festivals. And it was for a fucking joke alias. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, um, and no one knew it was him. So, um, yeah, he, Mike was kind of struggling with that. It was... Yeah, um, and then the rest of us was like, like people like Voiceol and Invective. Voiceol made like forty-five songs on that alias. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And Invective made like thirty-five. Yeah. So it's like within a year we released like one hundred and eighty songs on the alias. Holy shit! So yeah, and then me as well because I got to like do the marketing, whatever the fuck. Mm. It's like best time to upload shit is like one a.m. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, and I wake up at like five o'clock, six o'clock for work. So I was pulling like all nighters for the shit. And like when I had to come time to make like a song for it, because every album we made was like within 48 hours okay. of like doing it. So I was like doing all nighters. Um, I was like, I was the only one with the account. So I was doing all the distribution. Yeah. Right. Shit like that. So um, I think we're all just tired. Like me personally, it's like, I'm so happy. I don't need to do another all nighter working on a fucking joke alias. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, um, I think everyone as well was like, a lot of them deserve like, the attention the credit, yeah. the credit yeah. for it yeah, yeah 100% yeah, yeah. yeah I agree yeah because like um, like vo- voice on Invective specifically you know it's like their aliases get slept on they make insane tunes yeah and they're just shitting out songs with this joke alias and it's like 10 times bigger than what they're doing yeah mm. um, even as well like to put into perspective the Bunda account has like we're about to break 900,000 plays in total that's fucked so that's fucked yeah. Like, yeah almost a million which is crazy to think about yeah, so yeah. it's like and then the Disciple yeah, like yeah. When I, I did. Well, I was not expecting that. Neither at was all, I. Bro. Yeah. Did they like ask you, like, per, like message you or kinda? Um, because it's like Bunda. We sort of get like a get out of jail free card. We're just doing really cringy shit. Yeah. So I um added the A and R for show. Um, like one of the members of Bandles. Yeah. Um, on Twitter on the Bunda account, I was like, let us release a song, and then I like got every single fucking person to like create a vouch train and we're basically harassing him to get Bunda to release on it. I think yeah. he said, let me be on you. Yeah, let me, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I said, let me be on you. <laughs> um, and then the Disciple Twitter like did like a thumbs up gif and then Vishal hit the Bunda account up and it was like, send an EP. 
or like send demos and I said, wait, I'll make an EP. And yeah. then like, I think maybe a month later, we tried working on that one like properly. Yeah. Um, I think a month later we sent through an EP and then it got postponed. Um, I'm pretty sure to like upload it at the same time as the Lumpuschetti yeah. EP. Um, so it got postponed for like a month and a half and then, yeah, it was on Disciple. Nice. Wow. Pretty quick turnaround then. Mm. That's crazy. It is fucking crazy. Should we do the uh, questions we got? Yep. Cause I got some more things. We can talk about that after. Um, some of these questions are pretty average, boys. I'm just saying. Oh um, my God. <laughs> I think on like the Bundu account, it's like, you're going to get people saying dumb shit. Like, oh, the yeah. Question, How did you get on Disciple? Like, yeah. And it's just like kids that have been making music for five minutes wanting to get on Disciple. Like. Yeah, literally. There's just, uh, yeah, there's some crap. Like this one here just says Vanum Go to Vanum Go to this, just <laughs> capitals. Like, um, all right. This is a good question. What's the worst part about playing live? Um, how sore your like limbs are after dude your back and your neck yeah, yeah. My God, yes yes my, i get like the worst shin splints like um especially as well as like i don't know if you get it you know how like you've been swimming for ages and then you go home and you sleep and you still feel like you're in the water yeah so to get that type of shit yeah like it's like i feel like i can hear the music or like the vibrations yeah of, like what's happening um yeah s- sleeping terrible then the day after not not even being hung over it's just like it, it just feels like you got beat the fuck up yeah mm. Yeah, that's probably the worst part. What about you, Mike? Same? Um, I feel like the mental strain like causes a lot of physical strain. Um, every time I come off, I'm so like like mentally worked up, like my heart's like pounding and pounding and pounding, and it's just like draining me physically. And then I remember like for example the Morata show, I literally wanted to go to bed as soon as I walked off stage. It was horrible. Oh mm. fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can understand that. I reckon like yeah, the week leading up to it can be pretty mentally like you're trying to make this set perfect. Yeah. And you're spending so much time on it. Mm. But I, yeah. I sweat a lot when I when I mix. <laughs> yeah. Well, the lights are fucking hot. hot yeah, bro. lights are hot. Like, Sorry, lights yeah, are fucking. Yeah. People don't realize like how hot it is. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, when I played at the villa, it was like, I was like, oh cool, I'll just wear this jacket, blah blah blah. Sweet. That's probably the worst one for it. Yeah, mm. and the lights are fucking 100%. hot, bro. My jacket was off within five minutes. No like, fans either, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. At least the court's got a fan sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, court's got and court's is like outdoor. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's not muggy. It's like mm. places like villa. Um, <coughs> Metro City when they got like a big fuck off setup going on like when they did that um shit with the cubes and stuff like that yeah yeah, like yeah. Stage, just like mm. that was hot yeah so, okay true yeah mm. all right next questions from Delion uh, dicks for fingers or vag for mouth <laughs> dicks for fingers yeah yeah floppy dicks though not hard yeah yeah, yeah? Fingers, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> both. Let's give them both. <laughs> All right. Um, artists are buying SoundCloud followers. Is it acceptable or should it be called out? Um, I think in organic anything, like it's it's not something to call out because it's something you can spot a mile away, right? So yeah. yeah. So it's like, I feel like as well as like the big thing in the scene is like a lot of the time it's not about your following. It's about like, I guess like your level of respect yeah yeah right so it's like um if like bigger artists know you and like everyone thinks of you like you know you're a crazy good producer stuff like that like um it, it's people like like some of the people on bunda like um i guess like voice for example right it's like i think like on the voice account they had like 4k followers mm. but it's like they are known as like one of the like craziest producers ever yeah mm. just like that people like neonics you know yeah yeah Neonic, neonics has got nothing on like people like eptic and 
shit like that. But it's like um, the level of respect people have for him is like the most like crazy go to producer ever. So it's like when it comes to like inorganic shit, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, it's like if your song has got like eight hundred thousand plays and it's bad, then you know I'm, I'm not gonna listen to it. Yeah, and it's like it's the same with other people. You probably won't see it played live. Whatever. So if like people want to people want to look good, sure, like it's part of their branding. But it's like, mm. you know, it's it tells a lot about the person. Yeah, more yeah. number orientated than quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I saw this guy. Um, he's actually a Perth DJ. I won't say his name, but um, he's got like maybe fifty followers or something like that. And I went onto his account because I wanted to check him out. And um, he has this mix on there, and it has like. I don't even know, like 50k plays, mm. and it's like I'm just so confused. And there's like it's like plays, but no likes, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm it's, just like, it's just playbotting. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, mm. it's not expensive it's either. It's like 50k plays. It would have cost them like maybe like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I'd rather like put that money towards new equipment or something. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and then I've always been like big on like organic shit. Like my whole SoundCloud is like organic i hate repost chains i hate all that shit like yeah. you know and the thing is as well is like even if i have a song that flops it's like you know like obviously you got to be your own big critique and if you think a song's good then it's good to you you know that's yep. what you should be happy with yeah exactly 100%. but it's like it does paint a picture when it's like for example like i released like a tune called gronk dub right uh it's only broke like 7k plays and then i released a tune called hypnotic like a month before and that's like about to break 30k plays yeah. mm. and it's like you know it just paints a picture of like know why it's like that yeah yeah yeah. i'd rather like learn from it than just look good and not learn anything yeah exactly 100 percent. yep um favorite tracks from the insidious squad i have no idea who the insidious squad are uh the insidious squad are like uh basically all of them were a part of bunda okay so um voice all mahir via and chico yep um fuck I'd say voice all envy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, we can both agree on that. That one's fucked. That's a yeah. crazy tune. Um, Via would probably be that new one Via released. Not, is it shut up? No. no, 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 no. Like the, it's like sort of drum and bassy. Oh, I think Spirit something. Yeah. Spirit, Spirit Blade. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Spirit Blade by Via. Um, I oh, his soup. Hmm? Mahir yeah, soup. Mahir Soup. Yep. No, um, Mahir, the like EST 2.0 or something like that, the drum and bass one. You oh, know, yeah, like the yeah, grind the vocals EP. over it. It was like on an EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's sick. Um, that one by Mahir and Jiko. Probably the new one, um, Trauma Device. It's like a really good hardstyle tune, but it's like. Hardstyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fuck it's yeah. like. Um, I do love my hardstyle. Oh, it's way different. It's like. It's like hardstyle you wouldn't have like sort of heard before. It, it sounds like person from like X genre made hardstyle. Okay. But like it was like really well executed. Okay. That sounds cool. I have to check that out actually. Mm. Uh, dream back to back. So you and someone else. Neonix. Yeah. You say ominous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good choices there. Uh, Bunda, Bunda v Vishal. Someone said. Yeah. Bunda versus Vishal. That's the... Disciple guy. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Bunda really an old man? Nah. <laughs> Who is that old guy? I mean, you guys explained it, but tell yeah, the people. I don't, I don't want to like give his at because it's like, 
poor fuckers only got like 2k followers it's, on Instagram. <laughs> it's like it's 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 genuinely like um lo- long story short there was like he had this he's a like art teacher at a school right mm. and um one of his students started a clothing brand and the him and the student had like a really good relationship like uh that teacher sort of like broke the student out of his shell right yeah he went on to make like a really good clothing brand okay and um as sort of like a nod to him uh on the first release of the clothing brand uh he got his professor to do like the modeling for it mm-hmm. oh dope and um so yeah it's just some old dripped out guy and then it sort of like went semi-viral on twitter once yep. like because he, he just looks fresh as fuck mm. like I actually do recognize that face. Like mm. when I saw it, I was like, I kind of recognize it. It does look like Bill Nye a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. You're right. But uh, yeah. So um, we, I I just had those saved on my laptop from when I made the Bunder account. Yeah. I was like, oh, this would be a funny banner. And I took like the four photos that I had mashed it into like one thing to fit into a SoundCloud banner. <laughs> and that was the SoundCloud banner. <laughs> Because originally it was like the red face as like the logo. Yeah. And then we just used that photo over and over again. And that ended up becoming like the Bunda guy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm not going to like say his name. or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he know? Like I doubt it. I hope not. Yeah. I guess yeah, he hope not. straight away. I, I'd, it's not even that. I'd feel terrible. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. some poor old guy. Yeah. And it's like we've been using his face for this alias. Mm. So yeah, that's why I don't want to give his name or anything like that. Because yeah, if, if he enough. finds out, I'd feel terrible. I feel a lot comfier knowing that he probably doesn't know yeah yeah that's fair enough top three back-to-backs you would like to see um in person uh ominous and neonics yeah crazy together live um what about you um i'm not sure probably like um Sizzy Neonics or like yeah, that's mine. Sizzy Neonics is my number yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Sizzy and Neonics go hard together. I mm. think um, yeah. So sort of that like side of it, I guess. Like you can you can do like Ominous and Sizzy or like Neonics mm, yeah. and Sizzy. Who the fuck like Sizzy's like one of my favorites. Yeah. Like ever. And they're crazy DJs too. Yeah, like as well. Like their production's one thing, but them live is like fucking unreal. Especially like Lee, Lee's energy mm. is like, like yeah miles ahead of anyone yeah it's like a guy that gets into his underwear at lost lands and like starts <laughs> twerking in front of everyone he's <laughs> like yeah yeah i really i would really love to see sizzy here at some point and neonix actually mm. even cool. if it's just by themselves or they wouldn't be far off i'd say yeah probably not i mean they've been tearing it up over in the states and mm. wherever you but sizzy's in japan right now is he? Oh, what the hell? Mm. Japan seems pretty crazy, apparently. I would fucking love to go to Japan and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely love it. It's it's on my bucket list for sure. Mm. Like, um, I thought as well, I, w- I was meant to go on holiday there soon, but like, because they got like strict visa shit going on, we had to cancel. Yeah. Um, But even as well, I was like, just going to like go there for a holiday one time and just be like, yo, I've like paid for my holiday. I've paid for like my everything. Just please book me for a fucking show. Mm. Like, I just want to play. You know, I I don't even care about the money at that point. Just the scene there is like some of the friendliest people I've spoken to. They all go ham. Like it's like rhythm here five years ago. Those type of shows. Yeah, that's like them every weekend. It's insane. Yeah, I just saw some clips because Avion reposted someone playing his track, and I was like, "Fuck, I would just love to be there right now." And the crowd reaction and shit, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's like that every tune. Yeah, like that would be so nuts. Would you say Japan's number one? Like where you want to play? Yeah, yeah. That or um. Belgium, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Would you say Belgium's your number one, Mike? Yeah. 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 That'd be so fire. Um, will there be new Bunda in the future? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we spoke about it. I think, like, for now, we're just taking a break because, like, towards the end of it, it felt more like a job than something yeah. else fun because we had fun doing everything we did. And then it was like, uh, we had plans to do like a collab album. We had asked people to hit us up. We had like a few collabs planned out. <coughs> we were doing one with like Lumpuskedi and shit like that. Oh, cool. Um, and it's like we just did nothing. Like we had spoken about it for like two months, and I think Invective was the only person that made a song yeah. for it. It's like we were just fucking burnt out. Um, and it was like diminishing for like our mains as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then that's when it was like. Um, it was very quick. It was like a one, it was like a few hour decision. I remember like being on the way home from work and then we we're just like, yeah, we're doing this tonight. And then we recorded that video and shit like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like, but yeah, we're all just tired, but there'll definitely be Bundesha in the future. Mm, I yeah. think, um, as well, like with the Bunda video, such a funny video. And it's like, I was in tears yeah. bro, when, yeah. Via, when Via said it, yeah. well, it's because I'm Marauder. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, so that yeah, is so funny. It's like, um, I think one big thing like music misses is like entertainment yeah right and that's where i was thinking like that could be the next thing to capitalize on like imagine like a bunda video like every like three four months of just us doing dumb shit yeah like, over discord like we um i don't, I don't know if you guys seen it but via used to make like golf with friends uh videos there was like three of them i think it was just all of us because we like used to like hang out and play like golf with friends like yeah cool for fucking like six hours at a time something ridiculous and it was like us 4 a.m sleep deprived just oh, laughing God. at dumb shit <laughs> yeah. um there was a few videos of that and they were fucking hilarious too, but it's like, I thought it'd be cool if like, that's sort of what it turns into is sort of like the entertainment. Or it's like know? a platform more than just like music. Yeah. 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 That type of shit. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm. That would be good. Um, all right. Moving on from music for a little bit, right? Me and Vinny are big into our movies and our TV shows and stuff. Um, I want some favorite movies and TV shows that you're into. Breaking Bad. <laughs> Really? Real nice. Good pick. I wish I was Walter White, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch the side show, the prequels? Uh, the, the, the lawyer. Movie. I don't know what the lawyer one's called. Uh, Better Call cool. So I just saw that's so good. Yeah. And yeah, then they, they brought a movie out as well, eh, Netflix? Uh, I think that's the, uh, like, right after Breaking Bad ends, and it just follows. Um, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but it just follows really right on after Breaking yeah. Bad ends. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Any movies? I don't really have the attention span for <laughs> yeah. movies. I'm yeah. so badly ADHD. I, um, no, I'm That's similar. Fair enough. I, I struggle with movies. Like, I love going to the cinemas. Like, I'm a. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're like my favorite movies in the world, but like the the Marvels yeah. cinematic universe. It's like I've watched like every single one of those. Like, wouldn't say they're like fucking best movies in the world, but the thing is, is like the consistency of yep. how good the plot is and shit like that. And like, quality, bro. Mm. Huge. I'm a huge fan of that for that reason. Like it, it's like one really big movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, you know, if it was, I would rate it miles above anything. I think like just going to the cinema and watching like the CGI on a big screen, like a good quality screen yeah. is way better than going home and watching it like on your laptop or whatever you watch it on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I always, I love going to movies. I've gone like nearly 30 times this year. Just because, like, I just like being there. Like, no one's on their phone. You can't get distracted. Yeah. I and just, you're forced to watch it, too. That's yeah. my big thing. It's like, if I'm watching it at home or some shit, I'll look at my phone or I'll yeah. get up and get make music, some shit. I don't have the attention span for it, but it's like, yeah. if I'm sitting there, like, sure, I might be, like, ADHDing the fuck out, but I'm still watching it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I like, that's why I only watch horror movies really at the cinema, because then actually you get the feel for a horror. 
Because yeah, I swear yeah. at home, you can, <laughs> yeah, legit, bro. I put myself in some shit situations. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, you just like, you go home and like, you watch a horror movie, you can easily distract yourself like from a oh, scary yeah, scene. Yeah. And you, you're like, it's not as loud. Like you're in the cinema, it's like rumbling and like, you're not going on your phone. I'm such a pussy with horror movies. Same, bro. Yeah, I'm a fucking, I, I love, love him, but man. I'm a pussy. I, I like him. Like, <laughs> train it. <laughs> um, no, like, I, even as well, like, I'll find myself fucking, like, hiding behind the pillow, like, <laughs> waiting for the fucking jump scare. Yeah, one, one finger in an ear, just so yeah. you don't get too scared. Yeah. <laughs> I think because, like, as a kid, my cousins used to, like, force me to watch him. Mm. So now I'm just kind of like, oh. I remember when I was, like, 14 or 13, I watched Evil Dead, like, the newest one. Like, I was, I, I, I could tell you right now, I had, like, nightmares for a month. And ever since then, I've never been scared of horror movies because that one just shit me to, like the, like the tears, bro. I was crying. That's fair. I think um, like I hate jump scares. Like hate it, especially when it's like overdone as well. It's like mm. you take like fucking the paranormal activities, mm. all that shit, where it's like it's like spooky, like and kind of realistic as well. Yeah, that's it, what that's like, what spooked me the most because like it was it felt like it was like real because it was mm. recorded on the handy cam. Yeah, it's it's, it's like um the. It's, a, it's like a category. I think it's called like lost footage films. Yeah. Like Blair that type shit. Project, I think yeah. Shit like that. Really but yeah. um, I think like shit like the evil dead is mm. like crazy good. Cause the thing is they don't need jump scares for it to no. be scary. It's like, it is a fucking scary movie. Yeah. On yeah. Legit. Yeah. yeah. I've, the, those cam footage ones. I remember the first parent activity, that movie cost them 20,000 to make. Yeah. And I think they, I think they made a hundred mil. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the first saw. Yes. They had a budget of like... Wasn't it like some college kids? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think... It, I can't remember. It's like, I'm probably talking shit, but it's like a budget of like 18K maybe. Yeah. It's like, I think it like... I don't know, back then, I don't know how much it made, but it made a fucking lot. Yeah. And it's like... Because it was basically just filmed in one room. Mm. Like it was like that bathroom scene. Yeah. yeah. They got all their like outdoor shit, but like that... The main bit of it was filmed in like yeah. a fucking bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like um, nowadays, I've, I feel like a lot of horror movies, they're so like... Like you say, like cliche, like it's like music rumbling and then it's like, oh, like, oh, that jump scare you. And it's kind of like, yeah. well, this is boring. But now, like, I feel like there's a lot of movies coming out that are like proper fucked. Like you go then, like, I think people like that have actual, you know, struggle like mental health and stuff would actually come out of that movie and like not like not be the same, eh? Like, mm. Yeah, there's a, there's a few movies. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like movies that um sort of like convey an emotion, mm. right? Yeah. It's like I've watched some like um, fuck things like... Uh, Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome yeah, movie. But yeah. the thing is, it's like you just come out like a fucking a different person. Mm. Um, what's that? Graveyard of Fireflies. Oh. That's a fucking <laughs> like, dude. If you want to sob, yeah, sad. One of the saddest movies ever. I um, I watched it because I had watched it with some homies like over Discord, and we were just fucking crying like little babies. <laughs> yeah, like five of us. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, I need to show Mike, Lizzie, and Trina, and we had like a movie night. And like Mike is just like staring at the ground like after the movie. He didn't say anything for like thirty minutes. Liz, <laughs> Lizzie is there just like absolutely sobbing. And then like what what were you like? You were sort of a mixture. <laughs> You're just very like out of it but crying at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's such a good movie though. Yeah. Yeah. See I love my like plot twist say, like that one when you watch a movie and you, you think what's going you know what's going on, then it's like this twist and you're like like just so shocked, like your mouth is just open. Yeah, the um, the sixth sense. Yes. Oh, yes. oh that's one. one we should have yeah, brought up. That is sixth one. Sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one last week we were talking about like our best, like our favorite plot twist movies, or what are the best? It's a really ones. good one. Mm. Yeah, that it, is the plot twist. That it catches you off guard. Like, yeah, yeah. The thing, it makes you feel like a fucking idiot yeah, for not yeah. realizing it sooner. That's the same as same as Shutter Island. Yeah, yeah. You just feel like such an idiot. Yeah. 
that's, no, that's an a awesome good one. movie too. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe you didn't think of that, eh? Yeah, that's literally the plot twist movie. Mm. That's crazy. Um, so do you have any like, outside of music hobbies that you dive into or? Um, not really. I think um, I am, I find it hard to obsess or like have passion over something other than music just because I'm so invested in it. Like music's not really like a hobby to me at this point. Yeah. But it's like for a long time I'd be big on like obsessing over shit for like two weeks at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's like um, there was like a time where I was like tried getting into skating. Uh, I was into Rubik's Cubes for a bit. I don't know yes, why. that's sick. Um, <laughs> I got into Photoshop for a bit, stuff like that, 3D rendering. Yeah. like a crack at that, shit like that. But basically like anything that could be like a cool hobby that like sort of has like art or just, I guess like brain stimulation Skills. involved. I probably like yep. obsessed over it for a little. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. How are you, Mike? Um, I used to be like really into dirt bikes, um, but I like almost died so many times. Like um, I like popped out my shoulder or like, Fucking punctured lungs, like oh. air, air, po- air pocket around my heart, stuff like that. I, I was getting really good, but um, yeah, I just like, Bad I don't know. Body. Yeah, and I started smoking weed, so I stopped going on my bike as much. <laughs> and yeah, I um, just like focus on music after that. Yep, fair yeah. enough, yeah. Fun little fact about Mike. It'd be funny content for the podcast. Mike's a reformed Eshe. I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> hey, join no. the crew, brother. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no way, really. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't fully actually. No, I really wasn't. Like hat, like <laughs> stussy shirt, champion hat, striped shirts. Yeah, like, I didn't have the clothes for it. I just had TNs. That's cat. He got like a. He's got like a Nordica collared shirt. He's got red TNs. Yeah, brother. Um, he's in a photo. I got I got photos where he shaved his head as well. <laughs> I, I did not consent to that, by the way. Yeah, um, I don't know if well, you, I did, but. Uh, that's I'll, fucked up. I'll show it to you later, but Lizzie's got a jumper that says like Michael Dubstep on it. It's just a picture of Mike on the back <laughs> when his head was shaved. <laughs> That's crazy because we went through the same phases, it sounds like, because I shaved my head too. And I had like yeah. the dirty goatee and like shaved head. I was wearing fucking big baggy hoodies with like stussy and shit. <laughs> Mike, I really wasn't that actually, trust me. Mike would tell me <laughs> stories about how he would like bum money at the train station and it would take him like 20 minutes to save it for a stick. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> that only happened like once. <laughs> well, you got to respect the hustle, I bro. Wasn't the one that was, I wasn't the one that was mainly doing it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's respect, bro. That's the hustle. That's the hustle. <laughs> Anything for a stick, the Mandras train station? No, let's, just, let's just move on. <laughs> it would have been like fucking Clarkson. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> gather yourself, Mikey. <laughs> have a drink, mate. Have a drink. Yeah, go on. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you reckon is what? What do you reckon the most underrated genre is in music at the moment? Like Ooh. something that doesn't get enough credit. I reckon it probably gets like a lot more than like other genres, but like halftime. And oh, it's like, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, even as well, that's such like an umbrella term for a genre now as well, because you got like the sort of the neuro-esque type of halftime. Then you get people <coughs> like, uh, have you guys heard of Copycat? Yep, I have. Um, people like Copycat, shit like that, like completely overspoken. Um, Ivy Lab, all mm. that shit. It's like... um. That type of shit. Oh, you got like shades. Yeah. You do you know shades? No. Eprom and someone else. Can't remember. Eprom and some other guy. Um, their duo. Um, 
Shit like that, I feel like, just doesn't get enough attention. Is um, that like Rez, kind of? No, Rez is like uh, mid-tempo. Okay. So, yeah. I, didn't know I don't that. think you would like halftime. Okay. It's, <laughs> oh, I like halftime. Like, it's sort of like the hip-hop version of bass music. Okay. So it's like bouncy or sort of like trap type things. To yeah, do. okay. I get you, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And even as well, like leaks into dubstep, you get artists like Chi, mm-hmm. who... Um, He's like got like or did half time and does half time, but then he's like does dubstep as well. Yeah. And then like the two genres just like blend like in Yeah, that's like, what I noticed. A lot of half time DJs will either mix up or produce as well. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like a same kind of boat, really. Yeah. But I didn't know what half time was until I saw Lizzie play uh I think it was at I think she went when she went back to back with Kai. Yeah. At, oh, yeah. at um was it inertia? No, or immerse, immerse. It, it was. It was uh, when soci- society. When society. Yeah. When um, what's his name Nexus. came? Nexus. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's that type of shit. It's a vibe. Oh yeah, it's. It's a good crazy. opener. Like yeah. it's good to start with. Like you can mix it with kind of minimal stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I love that genre. That's that's like what I like focused on for a long time. Yeah. It's like that's what I was super into. So. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any questions, Vinny? I got a few more. No, you you're good. good. Okay. Um. So we've asked this question to Nexus Flick and Akira, but I want to get your take on it. I want to know what you one USB on the planet, who's you picking? Um Fuck. Probably I I reckon ominous. Just mm. because of like I, I've seen that cunt made music before. I've made like I've been in Discord with him making music. He's taught me how to use like Harmer and shit like that. It's like the best way to describe him is like he has no clue what the fuck he's doing, but like, just knows how to do it good. Yeah. Right. And it's like even you see he does he does his tutorials and shit like that. He knows like sort of like why it works for him mm. and not like what it's doing. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he can shit out like fucking crazy bangers within like a couple hours, and I know he's probably just got like gigabytes upon gigabytes of just yeah. really shit. Mm. So. Yeah, that's what um. I was on the Discord with Dasim last week and he just says like, he was just showing me how to like work Ableton, but he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. He's like, I just turn knobs and then hopefully it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Some people like that. Yeah. Like, um, I think Jordan's kind of like that Yeah, as well, like mm. Shox. Mm. Um, I think as well, he's similar where it's like, he just knows how to like make it for him and he's been doing it so long that he's just like sort of perfected what he does. Yeah. Mm. Um, But like when it comes to like the... I guess like the technical side of it, the theory, music theory, yeah, the theory of it. Yeah. He's like, he's not too sure what's going on. Yeah. So it's definitely like, me as well. I, yeah. I literally no clue about like most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm the opposite. Like that's how I learn is like figuring out why it does what it does, and then I use it. I don't like. I still like twist random shit, but it's like I find myself I'll do something I think it sounds cool. And I'm like, okay, what did I do? And I'll yeah. spend like the next two hours figuring it out. Doesn't like Ableton tell you as well when you hover over it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think more of like a perspective of like when i combine this this and this it's like why is it making that sound for example like when you take like a re-space you know mm. it's like a, every con knows how to make a re-space if they've been making music for a bit mm. but it's like a lot of people might not know why it does what it does yeah whereas like that's what i'm into okay yeah cool that's, yeah kind of like music study kind of i don't know how to put the words into it like you go to like university and you kind of learn about everything yeah it, it's like it's the technical side of it yeah yeah what about you, Mike? What USB are you taking? Um, 
Well, I wouldn't really take someone's USB. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you if you could yeah. pick someone's USB, like who would you pick? If you got a free pass, <laughs> probably Sizzy for Sizzy Grease. Grease. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, probably ominous. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Mm. Sizzy mm. probably has some good ominous. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Sissy would be like my number two, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Sissy's. It's pretty good. Mm. Um, all right. Well, we're just about up. Um, the last question: uh, underrated artists at the moment, any genre that you think? Oh, I'm gonna go on my SoundCloud. Okay. I'll pick out some good ones. You do the same. You listen to shit too. And also, while you're there, pick a song of the week. Song of the week. Yeah, I can do that. Um, song of the week: Madcore D Infern. In fairy, D and fairy. Is that that clip you put up? Uh, it's not a clip. It's a, what was that one? Was it? Fuck! Him? It's a crazy song. Um, sick cunt. That's a underrated one. Yeah, sick cunt for sure, hundred percent. Um, I would say, uh, not really becoming underrated anymore, but wink. Yeah, they're sort of blowing up right now. Fucking Joji played one of their songs, like. Joji did like a DJ set like a few weeks back and really yeah was playing like underground like dubstep shit. What the hell? No shit. Yeah, he played a Wink song. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, what the fuck is life? Oh, I'm super into my hyperpop right now. Hyperpop. So, yeah, Carbine. Uh, Lenari's really good. Oh yeah, Girlfriends is such a sick song. Yeah. Um, Result, really good drum and bass producer. Um, Kage. I wouldn't say they're oh no they're underrated, they're they're more like what I was talking about before. It's like if you ask anyone in the genre what they think of Kage, and they'll be like up here with a concert like like three thousand followers. Is that him? Yeah, right. Yeah. Fucking hell, six hundred twenty-seven monthly listeners. Um, very underground. So yeah, um, there's probably a lot more, but I listen to a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm also very picky as well. Like I hate being picky, but I'm very picky with what I listen to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what yeah, about you? I'm the same. I think I just stand by Haas, to be honest. Haas? Yeah, voice Yeah, voice all. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I can't really, I can't, I don't know. So many to choose from, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to stay, stay with Haas. Okay. Yeah. And Nerve. I want to oh, yeah, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. They're, they're next up. Cool. Well, do you have anything else you want to add, Vinny? No. I think that's a pretty solid episode. Yep. Um, do you guys want to say anything before you jump off or? Um, Shout anything out? You got anything coming up or shows, whatever? Nah, nothing we can talk about. Okay. Um, we got something coming up. Okay. Which will be fun. There you go. Watch this space. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Cool. That'll be good. That shouldn't that shouldn't be too long till it's announced. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm so fucking excited for that one. Oh yeah. See ya. It'll um, be fun. But yeah. Other than that, no. Follow the boys up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have the links in the description. SoundCloud, Instagram. All the good stuff. Thanks for having mm. us. I'm sorry for being yeah. such an anxious <laughs> Nah, you're all right, all right, bro. You're all right. You did well. I'm actually really impressed. This Thank is the uh, considering how nervous you were before. Did pretty well, Matt. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the Bunda dynamic, you know, when it's like I'm just fucking like skitting out, and he's like in the corner, like cowering, <laughs> and then it's like when we come together, it's like we just create like dumb shit. Yeah, yeah nice. So, yeah. Mm. All right. Thanks for coming on, boys. And yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers.